0: Welcome to the Patent Bar MPEP Q&A podcast. Today's question is as follows: Except as provided in 37 CFR 11.107B, a practitioner shall not represent a client if the representation involves a concurrent conflict of interest. When does a concurrent conflict of interest exist? The answer to this question can be found in the PTO supplement known as Changes to Representation of Others Before the USPTO Final Rules. This supplement covers the representation of others. This is a special supplement that at the time of this recording is currently being tested on the patent bar exam. Again, except as provided in 37 CFR 11.107b A practitioner shall not represent a client if the representation involves a concurrent conflict of interest. When does a concurrent conflict of interest exist? As shown in the PTO supplement on changes to representation of others before the USPTO final rules, a concurrent conflict of interest exists if the representation of one client will be directly adverse to another client or There is a significant risk that the representation of one or more clients will be materially limited by the practitioner's responsibilities to another client, a former client, or a third person, or by a personal interest of the practitioner. This question and answer comes from 11.107, Conflict of Interest, Current Clients. The following is the full rule of 11.107, Conflict of Interest, Current Clients. A. except as provided in paragraph B of this section, a practitioner shall not represent a client if the representation involves a concurrent conflict of interest. A concurrent conflict of interest exists if the representation of one client will be directly adverse to another client or there is a significant risk that the representation of one or more clients will be materially limited by the practitioner's responsibilities to another client, a former client, or a third person, or by a personal interest of the practitioner. b. Notwithstanding the existence of a concurrent conflict of interest under paragraph a of this section, a practitioner may represent a client if the practitioner reasonably believes that the practitioner will be able to provide competent and diligent representation to each affected client. 2. The representation is not prohibited by law. 3. The representation does not involve the assertion of a claim by one client against another client represented by the practitioner in the same litigation or other proceeding before a tribunal, and 4. Each affected client gives informed consent confirmed in writing. This has been another episode of the Patent Education Series Patent Bar MPEP q and Podcast with your host, Lisa Parmley registered patent practitioner number 51006. Please visit patenteducationseries.com for more free information to help you learn more about and pass the patent bar exam. Thank you so much for being part of the Patent Education Series community and for being here today. We're here to help you succeed. If you'd like to help the show, the best thing to do is to subscribe and share it with a friend.